0: Mama, are you stuck, trapped, feeling like you just cannot find the answers no matter where you look? Mainstream advice is just not working anymore. You've searched everywhere and bought everything and you still feel like you and your kids are stuck in a grindy trap. Well, I am here to help you find solutions that integrate your kids into your life so it can feel flowy and easy and fun, because I know that's available to all of us. Hello, my sweet mamas. How are we all? I hope that you have had a shift in season wherever you are and you can feel the shifts coming and the changes coming within you as well as the season changes. I wanted to talk today about boredom, <laughs> being bored as a mama and the shit we distract ourselves with and the connection between boredom and time and realizing that at, at this point in time as as mothers we have access to more resources and capacity than we have in like any of the history of motherhood we can literally have food at our doorstep in moments we can purchase clothing that our kids need in in like literally the click of a button everything is accessible to us but i feel like our Beliefs and our concept systems behind time haven't really shifted beyond what we experienced. So many of us grew up with really hardworking, really tough, you know, busy mums. And and you know, I I think we need to not deny the fact that at that point in time they had their own challenges. And there was a real undertone of some level of suffering. There was a level of suffering as those women learned how to integrate themselves into the workplace and and work and have children and run a home. And they did it with so much less resources than we have access to. They They didn't have the food opportunities. They didn't have the shopping, like not that shopping's an opportunity, but you know, For my mom, if she wanted to buy underwear or things like that, she would have to come up to the city to do that. I grew up mostly in a country town. And that's not going to be the situation for everyone, but definitely things were not as accessible and not as fluid and easy as what we experience as mothers now. And something that I wanted us to like really take the time to reflect on is Are you as short on time as you think you are? Or are you just adapted to continuing that level of suffering? I think that many of us have to understand that it is our choice to do many of the things that we're doing. We are choosing to work. We are choosing to contribute to our families in that way. And someone's going to come back at me and bite me in the ass and be like, oh, Kiki, like, I have to work well how many cars do you have what's your mortgage like or what's your rent you know it's a smaller percentage of people that have to work in the capacities that they currently are many of us are working to pay for holidays or pay for extra things so we need to be cautious of saying like i have to do this and Are you having to do it or are you having to provide yourself with a level of living that you desire? Because they're two different things because you could live at a much more basic level than you are right now and either way is perfectly fine but do we have to take ourselves to the point of suffering to live a life where we want to work more so we can have more holidays? It doesn't really make sense if you think about it literally to be like, I want all these extra things. I want to be able to shop at Sephora whenever I like. I want to be able to go pop down to Zara and do whatever I like. I want to be able to do those things as a mother and have my nails done and have my hair done and have all those things and a really nice car. But am I gonna, you know, have to suffer at the same time? I do think that for many, many of us, we are just repeating generational suffer that we have learned from we've learned this and it's conditioned and it's living inside of our bodies and we're carrying it through. And is that really as necessary as you think it is? Like, do you really have to complain about how hard everything is all the time? Or are you just constantly distracting yourself with shit that isn't moving the needle in your life? You know, I was talking to some of my coaching clients the other day and explaining how I spent like, I didn't even realize I was doing it, like spending ages thinking about tea towels, clean tea towels. I like clean tea towels. I will occasionally bleach my tea towels because I like them a specific way. And I was saying to my husband, I was like, I can just go buy new tea towels at like any given point. I can just go to Kmart and buy new tea towels. Why the fuck do I care so much about tea towels? It's so stupid. And i realized that this isn't even my thing. It was something my mom did. And I think that we all have hundreds of these really, really small things like this that we're carrying on. And we're not letting go. And we're not even consciously aware of it. And I was like, I've spent like almost a whole day talking about tea towels. Like, how weird is that? You know? And my the, the like absolute truth is, my the way I grew up, we didn't have access to those things to be replaced easily. Or it just wasn't really within the realms of our possibility. So... I need to make sure that the narratives that I am currently playing, which are affirmations, right? They're affirmations and they're manifestations. So the statements that I'm making are either making me my body realize that there's infinite possibilities in my life, or they're saying there's not enough. This is hard. This is scarcity. I'm out of time. I'm out of, out of, out of. And As a mother, we need to be very careful. I think many of us might have started off in the first few years, like really sparkling and really shining and like learning all new things and how to integrate them. And then as time has gone on, we've really transferred that generational suffering into ourselves. And maybe you have taken off more than your mum did, or maybe you also don't have the same level of grandparent support or things like that, but where are you wasting your time? Where are you wasting your mindset? Where are you? This is where the boredom part comes in. Like the only reason I was thinking about tea towels was because I was fucking bored. <laughs> Actually, I had a lot of work to do on my business, but I was distracting myself with like boredom tactics which include thinking about shit that doesn't actually matter and is not impactful in my life, thinking about shit that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going to help me move forward in my life, and just like patterning just addictive patterning like stuck on that stuck on that process. And so we have to really go, you know, am I really as short on time as I think I am? Is my obsession with time actually true or am I just really fucking bored? Am I bored with my life? And so then I endlessly scroll or I look for shopping things or I look for holidays or I look at new cars or I look at new houses like what are you filling your boredom time up with? And most of the time when I work with women, it's their screens. We are addicted to looking at other people's lives and then trying in some way to create it. And it's just not possible, right? Like we can't, You can't come at a place of creation and abundance and manifesting a new life if you're still looking at someone else's life. Now, how do we kind of tap out of these and create new habits? That's what we're going to be working on in my mama club that starts tomorrow, but I'll give like another few days for enrollments to come in and we're just really going to tap into where are we actually not being conscious of the time that we're using in our life? Like, where have we lost consciousness and... Where are we bored and trying to fill it up with other people's lives, and then making sure we're using that time to make ourselves grow? So, creating like magical morning routines specific to where you are in your life like, this is probably my number one tip. And I, I really did have been so cautious to talk about things like this because. You know, there's people out there that are like, you must get up at 5am. Like I get up at 4am a a lot. I got up at 4am today just so that I had enough time to wash my hair and blow dry it because feeling magical and feeling good is like really important to me. Like looking and feeling like my fucking best hot fun mama is so important to me. And so I'm just going to keep showing up and sometimes that's going to take me hours of my day and I'm just going to fucking create it no matter what. And But if you're a mama of a new baby or or, uh, like a young child or you're still learning how to get everyone to sleep and things like that, then you're going to start off with like 15 minutes. But if you're a mama with like older kids and you're getting some sleep and things like that, then you're going to start off with just like 30 minutes. And so we create these like magical morning routines just for ourselves. Like any mama that's getting up with her kids is being like, dragged through the sewer to start her day and that just sucks right and so we're not going to start our mornings anymore with like scrolling and looking at other people's lives we're going to start our mornings with like showing the fuck up for ourselves like we are the mamas who are changing how people think we are the people who are changing how childhoods are we are removing that intergenerational trauma and we're not going to fucking change it by looking at our phones (laughs) And so we like look at if we can integrate some exercise there. We look at if we can integrate some kind of morning practice that's going to feel good to you, like how you shower, how like how you show the fuck up. And then we're also going to look at, and this is my next tip, but this, you know, I'm not going to talk too much about how we actually do it, but like how we make that mundane shit of our, the, the stuff that people are like so toxic I think there's a real toxic culture talking about how we take care of our home how we take care of our, our belongings and that it's all left to mums and it sucks and they have to do all the washing and all the dishes and all these kind of bullshit stories behind it and I just am not going to carry that narrative on and so I talk about what I actually do if I'm hanging out the washing on my own or if I'm washing the dishes or then how I do that with my older kids so that all of these mundane kind of processes that everyone is so negative about, how I turn them into like the absolute best moments of our life. Like I hope that my kids remember how we did that kitchen cleanup. I hope my kids remember some of the things we did as we hung out the washing. It's in the small shit. It really is. Can you hear me clapping to myself? Like it is in the small shit, mamas. And Really just like diving so deeply into these things and how these can be your your fuel for your fire. It's just like, yeah, just hanging the washing out can be a beautiful process. It can be a beautiful process on your own and it can be a beautiful process with your kids. And I unpack both sides of that and how I've moved through that over the last 12 years And the things that I say to myself and the ways I move through it. Does that mean that sometimes I'm just like, I just want to throw this whole fucking load of washing in the dryer and turn it on for two hours and never look at it again? Of course, I want to do that sometimes. And of course, that just has to happen sometimes. But there's other times where I can really tap into my own internal magic of those small things and really deeply utilize them for my own benefit really and lastly we're going to look at how we set up the end of our day so it's like the bookends so that we are like nurturing mothers to mothers (laughs) so we're like nurturing ourselves into a beautiful evening routine a beautiful way to sleep, a beautiful way to wind down, a beautiful way to either connect with our partner or our children, and really like slowing that down. As I worked with mums for so many years in sleeping and things like that, and I really felt this huge sense. Um, a lot of the time, I was teaching people to put their kids to bed at seven o'clock because it was just part of what we were doing, and. I see that as very valuable, but then I also have this problem where I had women who were like, like physically obsessed with that 7 PM bedtime and nothing I did or said or anything could tap them out of that. They became so obsessed with it. And sometimes it's almost to the point where I'm like, I just know that mum is so desperate to tap out at that point she just can't let go of it and that's not any healthier or any better than a child who doesn't have a bedtime. That just creates this sense of like urgency and pushing away. So I really feel that we need to really tap into our own processes of putting ourselves to sleep and nurturing ourselves Are we wearing like beautiful pajamas? Is our bed like safe and soft and warm enough? You know, like really focusing on nurturing ourselves so deeply that the focus of that heaviness is taken away from our kids. And as we work on ourselves with that, you will find your kids' bedtimes get better and your whole family routine in that end of the day really starts to improve. And I really need to do some work on this too, because what's been happening in my life is that my husband is working like 60 hours a week as he rebuilds his new business. And I'm on my own. <laughs> I don't know. He, he he definitely is helping me, but like I'm on my own a lot and I am finishing work at like 10 o'clock at night. And It's not helping me wind down. It's not helping me sleep well. And I can see that flow on effect throughout my home. So I really need to deeply nurture myself at that point in the day and find a way to finish my work earlier. Maybe if that's even working sometimes in my kids' dinner time. And just like really wind it back for me. And so I'm going to teach on how I'm doing that as well in our mama club. So I guess what I... really wanted to tap into like are you tired or are you bored and what are you distracting yourself with so that you don't have to show up for yourself at these things you know it's when you become so obsessed with self-help that you're listening to that self-help book as you wake up in the morning and if you're listening to that self-help book in when you wake up in the morning like Do you even look at your husband or like, do you even kiss them? Good morning. Or are you, are you actually intimately connected with that person? Or are you so busy trying to fix yourself that you can't? And it's the same at the end of the day. Are you so busy trying to see what everyone else is doing there in their life that you just can't connect with the person who's laying next to you for like eight hours you know, there's something really weird about when we keep looking everywhere else and not at ourselves. So it's time that we stop distracting ourselves with those things and start focusing so deeply on how it's going to nurture and nourish ourselves. And then we get to show up as the best version of ourselves. And what I have found is when mothers actually truly focus on these things, when they focus on their magical mornings, when they fo- focus on their own wind down nurturing processes in the evening when they learn to not resent every single house chore they do everyone else around them lights the fuck up and I do do a process of teaching you how to turn your light back on (laughs) sounds kind of strange when I say it out loud but it's like turning your internal lights back on and we're going to have lights in all different parts of our body depending where we're up to and we're turning those lights back on and then once our light is back on everyone can see us everyone wants to help us everyone wants to love us everyone wants to nurture us everyone is coming it's a lot but this kind of thing is just so accessible for any woman, no matter where she's at. If you worked full-time, you can do this. I've got one of the mamas who works full-time and she manages to do the things. I've got mums who are stay-at-home moms. Like, we've got all walks of life and everyone can manage this. I do not do like long, waffling shit. Sometimes I do, but usually not. I do not want to waste your time. I want you to be able to go and do the work and I'm going to give you really tangible processes to actually go and do the work. Sending you so much love, so much nurturing and so much capacity to show up for you today. Love you and I would love for you to come and join me. The link is below or you can go to my Instagram page and tap on there or you can go to kikiandthegirls.com and you would be joining the mama club. You only have to join for this month. So you're not committed to anything. Uh, the following month, which will be June, will be all about relationships and the relationships of our lives. So our husbands or our partners and how to work through that. So that's what's coming next. But right now we're on the focus of mothering ourselves. Love you. See ya. Hello, mamas. As you know, this podcast is still very new. It's like my tiny little baby that I'm nurturing and learning to grow. So if you could please send this episode to a friend or screenshot it and share it on your stories or um, even chat about it at School Pickup, I would just love for you to be able to spread the word of mamas taking responsibility for ourselves and having the best hot, fun mama life we can. Thank you.